Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones over breakfast. And we have thrown everything out the window this week because we're done with episodes. There are no current episodes of Game of Thrones that exist that we haven't dissected with 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 tooth and nail, with a fine-toothed comb, with a with a well-handled brush, with a robust set of t- t- cutlery. I ran out of metaphors. Uh <clears throat> So now we just have to talk, and we're here on a Friday after a very spaced out week to recap season seven, and uh, as we have been for all of our odd seasons, we bring in an odd dude. We have Mr. Rob Bullock from and Rob is your uncle. Rob, are you still an uncle? I am still an uncle. Thank that you is, for having me. That oh, that so could welcome. have that could have got morbid very quickly if, yeah, <laughs> if the answer I was anything that. but yes. I killed all of my nieces and nephews. All ten of them. <laughs> They're dead now. Yeah, do you have ten? Yes. What? Yes, I do. That's too many. What do you think? What do you think? Do- I named it and Rob's your uncle for no reason. Well, I mean, <laughs> I figured you had at least one, but ten—that's really good. And yeah, now it's like. Your chances of becoming an un-uncle are pretty, pretty, are low. pretty slim. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. slow. I can, I think lose, that I can, I can, I can lose a few. I that hope really, they don't. I hope that they never listen to this. <laughs> that really would have put a whole different <laughs> dynamic on this episode, I think. But anyway, well, now we know. Now it's even more yeah. credible. This podcast. Now we know that this this Rob's got some experience in the matter. So if I'm getting advice from any, I, I wouldn't want advice from any other uncle at this point. I don't think. Yeah, I mean. Um, I'm probably the most experienced uncle. I don't think there's uncles out there that have more than 10. I haven't met any. It is a lot. It's I a mean, lot. now with with so many nieces and nephews, tell me what it's like dealing with the constant shame of your parents of you not having any children yourself. Oh, I'm fine with it. Uh, oh, you're my, good. My my mom will bring it up every once in a while, but I feel <laughs> like I feel like at this point she's a grandma to 10. So like, what does she need me to have kids for? She's got That's fair. She's got a whole bunch, and they're all they range in years. So she's got some teenagers right now, but she's also got some newborns. Whoa, whoa! I my I didn't mom realized got, it was such ex, so expansive. My mom got re- remarried. Oh, oh she got said reborn. reborn. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones um, style. So so they. Uh, her her new husband came with, so I have two stepbrothers, and they had four kids each. I see. Yes. What's uh now? His name is uh, Phil, right? Sure. Yes, Mark. Yeah. Stab, stab in the dark. <laughs> I always do that with people in the hopes that I'm going to be right and blow their minds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's happened twice ever. I've been doing it for at least ten years. Um. So I don't have a great track record, but when it works, it's weird. I mean, Phil. You. Phil is a good name to guess for your friend's mom's stepdad or her step her husband. Oh. But whatever. Wait, it she is. she remarried her stepdad? <laughs> Sounds very oh. Midwestern. It's, uh, it's getting weird. Tell me about yours and Mark's relationship. Everything good? Yeah, we're good. I like Mark. Wow. He's a good I'm guy. Hoping for some hoping for some juice here, Rob. Oh. Some some well, tea. Spill well, some I tea. Mean, I recently found out that he was famous. He he actually had an um, uh, a news story go viral on Facebook that he was that, that he started. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know about it <laughs> because I don't pay attention to what what my family posts on Facebook. 
god. What did what? So it's a story about something he did, or a story he told, or what? It's a story about something he did. So <laughs> okay. the, the Scranton Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark is a truck driver, and on his route, he always drove dro- uh, drove by Dude. this kid who was in a wheelchair but like he every day he was always out in his backyard and waving at truckers and doing like the horn honk thing like with with your like the fist bump basically (laughs) yeah trying to get him to honk their horn well so one day mark had stopped his truck on the side of the the highway (laughs) uh ran up to the backyard and dropped a a toy semi truck and a hat and a t-shirt over the fence for the kid. And the kid's mom went on Facebook and started started asking, "Oh, who was the truck driver who did that? Who was the truck driver?" And it got it went viral on Facebook. And my mom saw it and was like, "That's my husband." <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did he get in touch with the kid? Yeah. They ended up having they ended up having a whole fundraiser for the kid. They bought him one of those like like a whole bunch of truckers came around for his like birthday party and like, I they read sh- this. They they showed him a yeah, they showed him a like like all of the trucks and they got him like this super cool wheelchair for him and stuff like that. I totally read the birthday party thing. Yeah. That was That's Mark. That's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, how are I mean, your family must be living large off these Facebook like kickbacks now. oh they got absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on zuck <laughs> don't you guys uh don't you guys uh don't you guys think that those are just the coolest people that oh come on zuck <laughs> the come on zuck people the come on zuck people you yeah, know yeah, you yeah. know them yeah you know i know them. <laughs> well I, I had no idea that we were dealing with such high stature now i feel i feel bad for mocking you a little bit rob yeah, I really should try to get. I really should try to get Mark uh, on my podcast to just really ride his fame of, of being a good guy, you know, yeah. really, really ring his fame card out, <laughs> get as much use out of it as I can. I would invite him onto this podcast, but nothing makes us look like bad people more than good people. <laughs> it's, uh, it would be rough. Let's say. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if you've discussed it with with uh, with your stepfather at all, Rob, but I hope that you'll discuss it with us. Have you seen season seven of Game of Thrones? Um, this is the one where Ned gets his head cut off, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Ep three. So you're, yeah, you're, you're in great shape for it. <laughs> yes, uh, I have Jeremy, seen it. Have you seen season seven of Game of Thrones? Ep three. Ep three. You've seen episode three. Hans, have you seen season seven of Game of Thrones? I have. Perfect. Because I spent this last week watching Frasier. <laughs> I don't know what to what to talk about here. So uh, let's just try it. Can I start off by saying that season seven is a bit more disappointing than I remember? Yes, Agreed. you can. It's a fair statement. <laughs> I agree. Then I then I will say it, and uh, I think it stands. It's not a bad season, but I think the fact that um, you know not only are they le- did they leave us for two years after this season, but also they cut three episodes off of it, 
that it, it and especially coming out of season six, which we haven't technically gotten to talk to Rob about, but Rob, all of us were unanimously like throwing our support behind season six, you know, season six, 2020. And uh, it, it's just season seven, little, little flat, you know? Yeah, season six, season six was fantastic. I agree with you guys that season six was very fantastic. good. And when I got to season seven, I do remember liking it quite a bit. Because I was watching it as it came, but then rewatching it, I was I kept getting this little little thing in the back of my head saying, "They're only doing this because they've only got a few episodes left." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know they they really rushed a lot of stuff, and I get why, because it would be. I think I would get annoyed with a whole episode of, or a whole like three episodes of Gendry. You know what I mean? But I yeah. mean, if it, if, if that story happened in season two, we would get a whole season of Gendry going on a journey. You know it's what true. I mean? <laughs> it's so true. And now, yeah, we, we see him in like two episodes and now, now he's a major player. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. You know, I think, he's a little. I feel like this season. Is similar to season five, like, or that's what I'm hoping for. Five built into such a good season in six that I feel like they know they have so many great things that they have to prepare for eight that season seven kind of gets sacrificed for that. I, I mean, I think that that's certainly the idea, but especially since, you know, they not only cut out three episodes of this, but they're cutting four episodes out of season eight. Um, and they made us wait two years for it. Like, I think that it might have set expectations too high at this point. Yeah, like, right, yeah. I'm sure season eight's going to be, you know, exciting and awesome and, and very cool. And some of the cast has already come out and said, like, hey, this is Game of Thrones. Big things happen in this show. Not everyone's going to like the outcome, um, which, you know, fair enough. Cool. Uh, I get that, you know, they, they got to keep it true to the Game of Thrones style. But I think that they are running the risk of, you know, disappointing with just the setup from season seven here. Yeah, they're running the risk of a, I think, I personally think they're running a risk of a desk, a Dexter season finale. Ooh, I don't know if you've all that's seen interesting. that. But. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dexter got, never, got bad never. at the end. So I watched like four or five episodes of Dexter and just could not bring myself to watch any more of it. I don't know what it was. Just didn't uh, didn't care for. <laughs> I'm thinking Game of Thrones is gonna be like a a Friends season finale. <sighs> I hope. So here's the. This is an interesting thing. There are so few good series finales out there. Like, what is the last series finale that you like remember going? Oh yeah, that was done right. I think. It, I mean, it's so hard to end these huge shows. I mean, there's really if you think about it too. I think that's a great point because there's no perfect way to end a show like this. If it's a happy ending and kind of the expected ending, then everyone's upset because it wasn't a, enough of a twist or it was too predictable. But right. then if it's too much of a twist or kind of too crazy of an ending or just like kind of then everyone is upset about that. Or like Breaking yeah. Bad's ending was just kind of flat, right? Like people kind of complain about that too and – I don't or, know. I mean, how else do you I end love stuff? Bad's ending. Or like I know, but people, and that's the point is people still complain about it. It's that's like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, or like Good like point. the Sopranos where they just left it so open ended, hmm. where 
it could have been anything. They just like cut it mid sentence or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. so random. <laughs> I've heard about that. I haven't seen it, but and then yeah, I'm trying to actually think of a show that I'm like, yeah, that ended well. Like So have you heard this? How, how I Met you, Your Mother. How I Met uh, Your Mother, I did not like the ending. Yeah, oh, I, really? I, I enjoyed that. I, I, to this day, I refuse to watch the finale. I haven't seen it because I heard how it ended and thought it was so dumb that I refused to ever watch it. Yeah. Problem with that is kind of like the Game of Thrones we're dealing with now, six to seven, is pacing. They spend the whole last season, they spend a whole season going through three days, and then they do like 20 years in the last two episodes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. It's so weird. I don't. I, think, I agree with you on that. What about Scrubs? I think they should go. I think they should go the route. Yeah, exactly. I think they should go Scrubs. the route of Scrubs. Just completely forego all the main characters. Bring in a whole new lineup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say fuck you. Yeah. No, we're no, talking yeah, about just the fizzle real out Scrubs. quietly in a grave. <laughs> the real. Scrubs. The Office had a decent ending. Hey, <laughs> I, I would argue that like the the ending happened seasons before the true ending. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, That's Michael true. was like the end of of the Office for me. I think. Yeah. That's where I. I count it as as one of the the finales so, of the show. Have you guys heard of the the story? I think Kit Harrington's going around probably telling this to uh, the uh, the local late night shows and stuff. Uh, I guess late night shows are probably not local. <laughs> Maybe for him, <laughs> who knows? But anyway, uh, have you heard the story about the finale that he tells? I, so like no, I, I haven't been do, watching anything. Do I want to hear it's, it? It's it's not spoilery as far as like what happens, but it's okay. just like it's a reaction. Mm. If you guys want to know, so yeah. you know how he's obviously married to Egret, whatever her act, whatever that actress's name is, Rose Leslie. Rose Leslie. Rose so Leslie. Rose Don't Leslie. You. Obviously, Don't very you. interested in Game of Thrones. You know, naturally, sure. asked Kit Harrington, "How does the show end?" And Kit told her how the show ends. Okay. He's lying. And she did not talk to him for three days. Jesus. (laughs) That's the story. (laughs) However you want, whatever you want to take from that. That could be be good. That could be bad. Like, you don't know. But that also could be like a publicist telling someone to tell that story. It could be. But, I mean, I feel like they've set kind of Kit up to be like the Tom Holland of... Of uh, of spoilers, where like you know Tom dropped so much about uh, Avengers and about Spider Man before they came out, like just because oh. he was young and excited in interviews, and then like Kit had that whole story. I think on I think he told it on Jimmy Fallon or something, where after he was dead, before he came back in season six, he like leaked the story to a cop to get out of a speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> And Fair like enough. that, that story does. I mean, he very well could have told her the ending, and like that's still that story doesn't really t- give us anything because yeah. maybe it's just a boring ending, and she was mad that it's that boring, or maybe it's such a twist that she's mad that it's like yeah. whatever, whoever died or whatever. So like, I don't think it really tells us anything, but, but interesting nonetheless. And so, it could just be that she's mad, like she didn't think he would actually tell her, and she wanted to just watch it. Exactly. Yeah. So Which episode guys, do you think is going to have the the first cliffhanger? You think it's going to be the first episode? Oh, yeah. What do you mean cliffhanger? I mean... Like just any cliffhanger? Yeah, like any major cliffhanger. You think it's going to be from... Ep- like every episode is going to have it? Or do you think it's going to build to like episode two or three before it's like, oh, fuck, ep four is going to be crazy? I, 
I don't know. I want to kind of I want to kind of get my thoughts together and do a little predictions episode uh, about that because I'm not sure. I haven't. I've tried not to think about it too much, really. If I'm honest, I'm just not a big cliffhanger person. So I like shows that give you satisfaction in their endings and don't give like even so like. Go ahead. You're a big fan of the happy endings. Mm. No, not even not <laughs> happy, happy ending kind of guy. <laughs> no, I mean like even like even like sad things. It doesn't matter. I just don't like where there is a question of like Do waiting. I tip this masseuse? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you, I'm you in yeah. there and they are already <laughs> naked, did I do anything wrong? Right, sure, sure. I think you walked into somebody else's massages, but you did. We're we're sharing this, right? We're sharing this? No, no. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys? So, have you guys ever had like a, a massage, like a relaxing massage? I'm not going to ask you uh, about happy endings, just so you don't have to be scared. No, I've never. No, had I've a never had a massage. massage. Massage, absolutely, they're fantastic. All right, well, Jeremy, then this question <laughs> is for you. Surprise. Yes. <laughs> so, but I. You know, you go in or whatever, and they're just like, they're just like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, and then you just lay down and you undress to what you feel comfortable with, and you just, you know, here's the towel or whatever. Um, do you undress fully? So the two massages that I did, so Emily and I did a couple massage things where essentially you're just laying there on each table, and then they're doing a massage while you're looking at something like we were on the beach sure. or whatever. Porn. And in both situations, you are. <laughs> we were just in underwear although i mean like for women i think they i mean they don't have a bra on or anything or typically uh i've never done a completely naked massage no see i was naked oh cool good for but, you but like then th- th- she's like going up my calf and she like had just pulled the like the towel back to like get a better purchase on my <laughs> sure. lower butt or whatever. And then she like kind of doubled back, and so she put the towel back a little <laughs> bit. So I don't think she was expecting it. And I was like, did I mess up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want that wax, you got to be completely clean, right? <laughs> I guess maybe that's a you know, that's. I was also on a no wipe cleanse for like two or three weeks at that yeah. point. So maybe she saw, you know, she's like, oh, that was the real concern. He was also hard as a rock. <laughs> Just I fully can you imagine how often they're like doing a massage and it's like, oh, someone's peeking out to say hello. It's got to be real. I mean, just because it's so like muscle intensive, it's got to be pretty common. Oh, yeah. Beyond any sort of actual, you know seedy desire so yeah. was your massage was it comfortable or was it pretty like pretty deep intense like where you're like you feel it like you're it's sore it hurts uh it was pretty so it was the only it's the only one i've ever had and so it was like my body's not used to it so it did hurt but it wasn't like super deep tissue <laughs> he was he, he wasn't welcomed back it was on a cruise so we, it was like international waters so like anything i did <laughs> didn't matter <laughs> talk like a pirate the whole time did you have any did you have did, you know how you can like write down requests on the card <laughs> whisper sweet nothings into my ear <laughs> oh is that what you're supposed to write oh i just i wrote sit on my face <laughs> tony's like shiver shiver me timber 
<laughs> no, those aren't me timbers. <laughs> Keep shivering. <laughs> oh. It was a Disney cruise as well, so now I feel awkward. Like, like I'm breaking. So, wait, was it a character massage? Yeah, it was Minnie yeah, Mouse. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was just a. It was a. It was only the head of a, <laughs> of, of Daisy Duck. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, a bathing suit on a human. <laughs> it was real quality. I'm not sure how we got there. Mm. But uh, something, 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 Game of Thrones. Are you guys expecting there to be... Maybe not expecting. Are you, Will you be upset if, at the end of Game of Thrones, Daenerys and Jon are married and they rule the Seven Kingdoms in peace? I well, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on the journey to get there. I'm not a I'm not a Danny John shipper, so I wouldn't be in love with the idea. I think there's like zero chance in hell that's gonna happen. I think it's just it's such an easy play. It, it's just not. It just doesn't fit Game of Thrones at all. Now, would I like it better than if? They all got wiped out by the White Walkers, and then the White Walkers got defeated farther south, and it's just Cersei ruling over everyone. Yeah, I'd like it better than that. But <laughs> would you like it better if Jamie and Brienne started ruling the kingdom together? Because that's what I see happening. I would like it better if Torment and Torment and Brienne. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh! Maybe Tormund uh, and the Hound will go at it. You, I want. Sure. I'm my biggest curiosity with the new season is, given that it's the last season, I wonder how much they're gonna like play into more of the the smaller story arcs, the relationships, or is everyone just gonna fucking die and it's mostly gonna just be action packed and ending storylines? Because there's a lot of things that left kind of unanswered, as even Jeremy brought up with. For example, like Tormund and Brienne, like is that actually gonna play out, or is, or even like the Jamie and Brienne relationship? Are we gonna see much more of that, or is it really gonna be like a quick interaction to kind of put the cap on it and then action to finish the season? Because yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot left unanswered, a lot of things that they could do, but I just wonder, like again, with all the anticipation of this episode, like how much can they really, how much time can they really spend on smaller arcs? I don't know. So I think we, I want you guys to consider all characters and everything on, and where you think they're going to be. And maybe we'll run through a, you know, take guests on alive or dead. We'll make our own little like March Madness bracket of characters and stuff. And then we will, we will reconvene before season eight for a predictions episode. Rob, would you, would you join us for that? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Perfect. But you can only talk in a kitty voice. You can... uh, (laughs) Only talking. And you must be wearing a Daisy Duck head, please. Hey guys, don't know. Why did Why did Tony turn off his camera? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't turn it off. The shirt is just covering the. You know, I I threw it, and now it's covering the covering the webcam. Guys, want to do some superlatives here? Yeah. Season seven superlatives. I have the uh, the usual four here, and then of course, don't forget if you have any trophies that you'd like to extend beyond this, feel more than free. Oh, actually, I think we're missing Jeremy. Do you want to do R.I.P. first? 
I can do RIP. Yeah, I don't. I have. Uh, uh, yeah, I have it. Let me find. S- let me let me Google super sad songs. Yeah. Are we do. I thought we were doing uh, "Dust in the Wind," Tony. I don't know if I know "Dust in the Wind." Oh. Something something dust in the wind. The problem is, yeah. The problem is the length. It ends up being longer than you'd think. These lists. <laughs> Here, I tell you what. I've got. I've got a song. I think a couple of these. You've been in. You've been deep into second verses. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right, I've got one. I've got okay, one. hold on. I'm pulling up my list. For you one second. <clears throat> I'm going to back up because it's kind of loud. I thought we were going to do uh, a little bit of Candle in the Wind. That'd be even better. Like a candle in the wind. A little Elton. That is Elton John, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We could do the little Sebastian song. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, whenever you say that, <laughs> that's all I can good. think about. <laughs> Oh, a little Sebastian. Oh, from Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell did that have to do with it? I got you. What a what a ballad. Isn't that like sixteen hundred candles in the wind or something like that? <laughs> yeah. No, it's five five thousand candles. Five thousand candles in the wind. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get it going. So, we have the phrase. They go down in the first he episode. We lose Nymira and Obara uh, and the Sand Snakes. Also, then later we see Hilarious uh, Sand go down. At three, we have Lady Orlena Tyrell go down, poisoned by Jamie. Uh, next, next one, we have Dickon. Dick on. <laughs> and then we have Randall Tarly. Um, five. No, sorry, six. Actually, we have Thoros of Mir. Um, followed then later by Viserion. Um, as well as Benjen Stark. And then in the last episode, we lose Littlefinger. And question the death on the wall. I just wrote. That's it. Okay, good, because I messed that up real bad. I don't actually know that song except the first two lines. <laughs> <sighs> so I made I made myself write that note about the wall and whether Tormund goes down because it's. I don't know, but yeah, who knows? I definitely don't think so. I don't think no, Tormund's actually, down. I think he's. But credited. like, how can he not be dead? I think he's actually. And again, this is by credited. I mean, like wikied. He's credited for season eight, so. Maybe he's credited because they uh, credited. That's just a weird word to me. Uh, maybe that happens <laughs> because they do a recap and he's in the first episode. Maybe they just show his dead ass face. Dead maybe, ass face. Maybe, maybe he's, he's maybe a white he's walker. A, maybe, maybe he's a white. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then him and Brienne still get it on. <laughs> she likes him more with blue eyes. <laughs> she likes that cold, that cold touch. Mm, that cold touch. Tony, all the times that you've um, – that on the podcast, Dickon's been um, mentioned, how'd you not mention that he's also number one on Umbrella Academy? <gasps> Luther oh, is Dickon. He looks so much smaller. <laughs> he's still like – I was thinking about that too. He's still like a freaking ripped dude. He's a big guy. I never realized that. 
Oh my gosh. Now I must, I got to give him a little bit more credit. He must have just had me so into the role of uh, Dick and Cider, I mean, uh, Dick and Tarly, that I didn't even realize. That's crazy. Okay, so he might be the first Game of Thrones actor to have a really successful portrayal outside of the show. <laughs> well done. Good job, Dickon. Dickon. Other than, obviously, other than Peter Dinklage in Destiny's video game. Well, of course, mm. of course, mm. as the ghost. You know, Sophie Turner actually did a great job in the Jonas Brothers music video. I mean, she didn't do anything, but she was in it. It was fine. So that counts. I think that does count. Yeah. Um, all right. Superlatives. Who in Game of Thrones Season 7 gained the most? Gained the well, I mean, most. let's just start off from the beginning and just say outside of Tyrion. I think we sure, can all sure, agree. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hans <laughs> apparently sends the, all the trophies to Tyrion. Good. So now that that's clear, runner ups is really what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, runner up for runner gaining the most. Runner up for gaining, losing, and MVP right. Tyrion. Um, so for me, uh, this season, my, my gain the most will be John. I initially agreed with you and wrote John. Mm hmm. And then I scratched it out and wrote the Night King. Okay. Yeah. Because he got a dragon and he broke the wall. And that's, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Those yeah. are two big steps for him. Big steps. Yeah. I when, was, I originally thought John too, but I, I think I got to go with Night King here. Okay. okay. When okay. I, when I look at season seven on who gained and even lost the most, there. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot. So I thought about the Night King, but then I thought about who gained the most and the most, like, it's hard for me. I know that the Night King is obviously a character, but I, I rarely think of him as a as a player on the board, even though he's a big player. Right. But as of, you know, our human um, living characters, I think gained the most is my boy, Punk rock, you're on Greyjoy. No. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, he did. He was. It was kind of all up for you're on Greyjoy this season. Yeah, we didn't. We haven't got to speak to you since his introduction. Are you a Euron fan? I love you're on Greyjoy. No, <laughs> get, the, get the f out of here, Rob. <laughs> you 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 are so ridiculous to us that you caused Hans to censor himself in a very awkward manner. <laughs> Get the F out of here, you dingle nozzle. <laughs> okay, no, so I, John. I think I think you're on Greyjoy because I okay. The reasons I like you're on Greyjoy I are probably totally ridiculous, but like the scene of him coming down on his like little grabber on his ship with the axe in the hand just going crazy, I just loved it. I just thought it was good. I thought he's a good villain. He's, he's, he's to throw the, he's, he throws a little bit more of the chaos into what is Game of Thrones as it is, where everything is calm and collected and they make their moves. They, they have them planned out, but then there's Euron Greyjoy coming in and, and just fucking up everything. <laughs> so Rob, I hope you know now that all your past insightful commentary that you've contributed to this show is now in just, question. 
<laughs> yeah. Eula just shat on all of them, and then we set it on fire. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, Rob. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Star Wars Episode Eight? Oh my God! <laughs> Fucking Christ! Like, I just watched it again today. I don't. I told Hans that. Rob, what did you think? I did not. Don't like influence it. his opinion. I didn't like. All right, it. see, you can't trust him at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's untrustworthy with his opinion. Redemption. <laughs> But I mean, okay, John, You're garbage. King of the North, right? He gets essentially more support. He gets to hang out with cool dragons. I'd say he, he gets... loses support. What in season seven? That's when yeah. that's when Sansa is starting to is having to well, calm down the north uh, the northerners. Uh, but John doesn't uh, know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he gets Danny, right? Both. Mentally and physically. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Best sure. ever. Um, and also, uh, it's Daenerys, we find not out, Danny. We find not out that uh, he's the rightful heir to the throne. So Again, he doesn't know that. Yeah. But John is literally being set up in this episode, in this, sorry, in this season, to be king. Yeah. And I feel I like mean, that's oh awesome. Oh, my God. Over you're on Greyjoy. I will argue your point all day. <laughs> because you're correct. Yeah, and Night King, yeah, gets a dragon. Um, gets a dragon. But, you know, John gets Daenerys. So I just, yeah, potato, potato. <laughs> Doesn't lose anything because she's his aunt? Hey, what what stays in the bloodline, you know? <laughs> it's it's going to look an Amish thing. It's all good. Uh, sure. Hmm, okay. Well then, uh, Hans, did you, you said Night King as well? Yeah, Night King it is. Answer, yeah. done. Fuck. <laughs> whoa, 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 Tyrion. <laughs> Night King. And Tyrion. Who in Game of Thrones season seven lost the most? And this is, this is only Not- currently living characters, right? Yeah, is that, is that what we agreed? Uh, well, but no, because we gave it to Stannis in the season he died. Okay. Well. So I'd say that you can you can do it, you can do dead characters, but like if it's just them dying, that would put it on the list. I think that that's not quite. No, 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 no. Agreed. So not mine's Olena enough. Tyrell. She does lose an awful lot. Although, <laughs> didn't we give Olena it last season? Or yeah, all, I think or I think all the Tyrells. I think, <laughs> I think they got it last time. But that's yeah, season I think, six. I think they had pretty much lost everything already yeah, by the time she was this already season down. started. But she, I mean, now they lost their home, and she died, and now like they, you know, they their don't family exist is anymore. just not existent anymore. Yeah. yeah, but her family not didn't exist last season, right? I mean, like literally, there was no more lineage. It was done. It's true. True. She wasn't having any kids. I mean, maybe she <laughs> hey, was. That's though. not very nice. That Melisandre was able to give birth to a shadow baby, and <laughs> she's eight hundred years old. <laughs> What does that I mean, mean? I, know what I think again. I don't. I don't necessarily think this is the. I don't know. It's hard to say if this is the the one to take it. But I would say Daenerys lost a good bit. Lost a dragon. True. Technically lost the birthright to the throne. It's true. Ooh, I didn't think. I didn't about think that. about I, that. That's I was point. unable to actually pick a winner. I wrote Danny slash Cersei for this one. Yeah. You could say Littlefinger too. I mean, like he he thinks he's controlling everything, and he finally finally yeah. gets too ahead of himself. Little fingers are good. Yes. yes, but he does. I mean, does he really lose anything before he dies? I mean, in it's, the he moment, lose, he, he loses the Knights of the Veil. Vale, he loses all of that control. 
when he died. But did he really like he had control over it? But like it, it still was a loose control, in my opinion. Like Littlefinger's control over the Knights of the Vale was still dependent on his his clearly uh, crazy nephew or son and her stepson you know giving him control to like him him doing that but i mean his robert aaron or yeah robin aaron could have just literally decided no i'm not gonna listen to you uncle peter anymore (laughs) and true and lost control of the Mm. there's no phrase that fills me with squeamishness more than uncle peter i was gonna say i was gonna say the same thing (laughs) i mean the phrase their family's gone now too they lost the fuck ton. That's a dark repressed memory or something. Uh, maybe. Why, Uncle? Why do you make me call you Uncle Peter? Your name's not even Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think our... so. I would say Cersei's a good one too. She loses a lot, but then again, like in her mind, all she really cares about is her kids. And then she gets pregnant. And kind of has this hope of having another kid. So I would even say that that, that alone for her is kind of just yeah. a big gain. Yeah. But then Jamie, I mean, Jamie leaving at the end, I feel like kind of balances that out. Because there's the, you know, before there was the kid, it was just, there's just you and me. Fuck everyone else. <sighs> it's a hard one. I don't, yeah. I don't know if anyone really that's loses putting that a, much. That's putting a lot of stock in Jamie, I think. Yeah. Which I, I've always thought. And I think that this is not a, a theory. I think that this is just the way that they portray the characters. I think that, you know, Cersei means more to Jamie than Jamie means to Cersei, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe just maybe just Westeros in general, now that the wall is broken. <laughs> West, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Westeros loses a lot. Brandon the Builder loses his uh, his beautiful wall. Oh. Um What's the final what's the final pick, you think? So Jeremy, who do you vote for? Tyrion's not, not a yeah no I mean now I'm sitting there thinking trying to think of something that would be like a tiebreaker for me because I didn't think about the Dan- Daenerys thing with the with uh, essentially the throne right with John I mean, well because yeah she loses the throne right she loses because that's what she's building all of this on like the fact that that's realized. technically not true that puts in a conflict that's actually interesting so I would I would give it to Daenerys actually. I think I would vote Daenerys. Daenerys it is. I'm I'm going a wild card. <laughs> Let's hear it. Randall Tarley. Randall Tarley. <laughs> <laughs> he loses. like the worst people. <laughs> I, no, he lost Rick the and- most. <laughs> he he lost the son. He lost I mean, he lost Hornhill because Sam isn't going to be taking over Hornhill. Well, but I mean, he still has a wife and a daughter. Yeah, I guess that's true. And maybe Sam will take over Hornhill. Maybe. Yeah. Could happen. The Night's Watch are mostly dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon they ain't going to be enforcing those vows. I don't know. And he uh, is the biggest breaker of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true. Uh, is that a fat joke? Um, <laughs> so does anybody want to change their answer to Randall Tarly? To <laughs> uh, I do not. Okay. <laughs> then Daenerys, Daenerys is. Uh, all right tell you what rob this is one category that you just can't be wrong in yeah who is your mvp for game of thrones season seven you're allowed to say anyone you want but i swear to god if it's here on great joy (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, MVP for season seven has to be Daenerys Targaryen. Really? I disagree. I mean, if it wasn't for Daenerys in a lot of situations, like, Jon would be dead. There would, well, I guess, now I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's tough. She, she, she wiped out a lot of the, the Lannister forces with the dragon. She saved Jon and got the, the White Walker to King's Landing. With the, the dragon. With the dragon. But she did lose a dragon. But she, I think, even though there was some, some questionable acts, which I really didn't think that was that questionable on her killing uh, uh, Randall and Dickon. I thought, I mean, they, they made their decision. <laughs> Both of those characters did. Yeah. So I don't really think that, I think that the whole scene of this, uh, Viserys and um, Tyrion making a big deal out of it was just trying to add drama to it where I don't think it needed it. Now, real quick aside, Rob, who do you think is a better father, Randall Tarly or the dad from Umbrella Academy? <laughs> <laughs> who does Dickon better? <sighs> I think... Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the phrase, who does Dickon better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think I do, that I dig him pretty good. <laughs> Randall Randall is probably the better father because he doesn't want Dickon to to die. <laughs> or it's true. Well, I guess. I mean, do you think they want Luth that he wants Luther to die? No, because he saved Luther's life, but he mm-hmm. also sent Luther to the moon <laughs> yeah. to live on his own in in exile. It's, it's a rough it's yeah. a rough problem which uh i mean who's to say that that wouldn't have happened to ricka or to, to, to Dicka? Dicka, if, yeah if, <laughs> i sensed i sensed that randall cared more about dickon than guy from umbrella academy cared yeah, more about luther uh, <laughs> i think it's i think that's fair i think that's fair so your official vote rob for your is, for your movip is is daenerys is Daenerys okay? I haven't got I to give her solid. one. I haven't got I to give her solid. one. She hasn't had a big season. I mean, she has a lot of things. She does a lot of things, but she doesn't be a big. She's she's affecting the world now. It seems. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, Hans, who's your mavup? I don't know. Okay. I feel like just pass. <laughs> Jeremy, who is your mavup? Okay. Uh, You're on Greyjoy. I feel like. I feel like. Rob has already explained to you who mine is, and that would be my boy Drogon, because he fucking wrecks in this season, saving, killing, killing and saving. Uh, I think that counts. That's yeah. fair. Drogon. Sure, he's a named character. Yeah, because without Drogon, Danny does shit. But without judges, without judges, without Danny, Drogon wouldn't be alive. No, no, this is my MVP in this season. <laughs> Don't be doing that shit with me. Drogon is my boy. If, if if that's the route we're going, then I'm I choose. Um, and I guess the only rule I'm breaking is named characters. But I choose whichever Raven flew that note <laughs> from the wall to Danny. <laughs> MVP for sure. Yeah. Well, that I mean, we could we could record. argue, yeah. Give it to Gendry for his uh, for, his <laughs> for his Olympic record breaking yeah. <laughs> marathon. If I had In to the choose, snow. if you had to choose a human, I actually think Cersei. I mean, really? bitch, got, bitch got her crown. She is 
fucking crazy. She is crazy. But I feel like she just she set that up in last season. And what did she really gain this season? Like she she had she that sweet victory. She had a very sweet victory, but then it kind of got taken away with Danny's you know turnaround. She yeah. she is pregnant, but she lost Jamie. With with knowing the uh, you know with what the witch said about three kids and knowing that it just makes me think that this this baby is never leaving her womb. Oh, I don't think I don't think that the I don't think she's don't, actually pregnant. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think they have a, even, and I don't think they have enough time in season eight to even play that out. Yeah. Like, For all we know, the, season yeah. eight can say from the beginning, nineteen months later. True. I my, well, yeah, I was, but the White Walkers are here now. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, we was, would need a little was, bit was of that. I will save it for the predictions episode, but. I have my own thoughts about that, and I'm kind of on Rob's side. I wonder if it was all just kind of a ploy to keep Jamie on her side, mm-hmm. feeling like she was kind of losing him. So It could be, because there's that whole thing, I think, in the pregnancy reveal where she says, never betray me again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. when that is? Yeah. Could be. I mean, it would be a smart move on her point, or on uh, her part, so. Yeah. Okay. Does Arya get enough action in this season to throw her name in the ring for MVP? I know it's kind of slow in the middle, but I mean she has a. I mean she at the end of the episode she has a good moment, and then technically the very first scene of the season is her wiping out the phrase and doing that sweet, yeah. that awesome scene. Uh, granted, the rest is kind of. Eh, I think that eh. I think that if we're putting Arya in there, we would have to put her together with Sansa, like that, like Sansa and Arya winning that together as an MVP. Fuck Sansa. Well, I mean, just like the the plotting that they both would have had to do to get to get the the thing that with with Littlefinger to have the thing with Littlefinger happen has got to be pretty good. Yes, we didn't see it, and we hated them the whole time that they were doing it. But that the payoff at as soon as she said Lord Baelish. Oh, you know, so good. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. I don't. I don't like have I'm a strong. A yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Honest, <laughs> I don't honestly have a strong feeling for anyone this season as far as MVP. Who do you think, Tony? Uh, I would give MVP to John because John was able to. I, I think a lot of it comes down to that last episode. His speech in that episode is very good. Um, him kind of standing up for for his moral character, which is a problem for people in his family, and he knows that it's been a problem for his family. He acknowledges it with his, you know, his supposed dad, I guess. Yeah. With Ned, um, but you know that whole thing where you know if if enough people start saying things just to say them, then no one's word means anything, and you know we're not fighting for to keep any good world alive. Like I, I think that John is the, there's the person right now who is truly seeing beyond everything. Like Daenerys wants to help and she wants to, you know, she, she knows that she needs to do this, but she is so still preoccupied yeah. with, with, you know, with her own ego and everything. And, and I think that that is why her and John are going to butt heads this next season. Um, so I think that through it all, John stayed true to his shit. I think he kind of probably messed things up for the North. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Um, but uh, I, I give it to I give it to Jon Snow. Yeah, I feel like selfless John is good, but the only person I could think of who was truly about self-sacrifice was Benjen. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good old Benjen. Yeah, but Benjen's kind of already dead. Yeah. Benjen's <laughs> horse, though. My God, what a good horse. Got John good, home safe. Good horse, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, I have a superlative. Right, you sold me. John. Oh, I vote John. John. Ooh. Really? Then there we go. Over Dragon? What? Dragon. Over Dragon. <laughs> Over a Dragon. Um, I mean, I am, and I and just to add on to your point, Tony, I am interested to see, and you've you've really got me hooked on this mm-hmm. prediction that yeah. John and Daenerys are going to butt heads next season. I mean, they're going to butt more than heads. I was going to say instead they're already in, bumping in, something in, else instead of just rumps. <laughs> uh, speaking of bumping rumps, guys, this might be the hardest one to decide yet. Our our best good, bad, and jugglies. Because, let me tell you, let me run you down. It was a rough season. Nothing for episode one. Episode two, we see Missande and Grey Worm. Episode three, we see Jamie's butt and Cersei. Mm -hmm. Fake Cersei, yeah. Do you think it is at this point? It's the body double, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Episode four, nothing. Episode five, nothing. And episode six, nothing. Yikes. Episode seven, we get John and Daenerys. Even that was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, It was was softcore. There's an asterisk on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But John's butt, for sure. So Masande wins kind of, Masande and Grey Worm win based on, I think. Yeah. I mean, they have to based on default, nothing else. Default, you know. I mean, you let you want Cersei's body double. I mean, that's fine. I think I would vote <laughs> for John over over Cersei and Jamie, just because that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that's always weird. But yeah, Missandei, I guess you can have it. I Although know, I have... that scene pissed me off, because I mean, I, I again for science, I oh, just wanted God. to see what Grey Worm was dealing. I've, with. And I feel like from a from a standpoint of like what made the biggest Did they mark. Tuck it? Did they tuck it in? <laughs> Sorry. Should have muted my mic there. Um, from the biggest, uh, like, the John butt scene, mm. I can tell you, was talked about. Yeah. Like, that was that was bigger. Of the season, that was more, like, anticipated. That was, like, the bigger talking point. So, I don't know. I almost have to vote John's butt. But was that because, oh, my God, look at John's butt, or, oh, hey, look, John's banging his aunt. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of like so I worked at that time I was working in a pharmacy and I was like the only dude in that pharmacy and the John's butt conversation went on for a very long time <laughs> so and it had nothing it had nothing to do with who he was with it was more like oh did you see John bang his aunt and they were like yeah but his butt <laughs> fair enough although you also used to work with people who loved the Star Wars prequels so yeah, it's true. So they're they're yeah their their judgment is is severely in question. So. Much like Rob's now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this well, maybe this will win you back. I was looking through my notes of that I randomly take when listening to the episodes back, mm-hmm. and um, Tony bringing up Grey Worm uh, led me to to this note. Um, I get that a eunuch maybe might not be able to have sex but how do they pee <laughs> there's got to be something there still right well, that's what i was saying old. so they make like a vaginal vault and they just do the urethra right there so essentially by becoming a eunuch you 
Do you just get like a little mound, like a little, little roll? Okay. But that's still. So. I mean, technically, we don't. Do we know with them if it's root and stem gone or what? I. We don't, but we know with Varish, and I would assume it's the same. Yeah. I would assume that it's just completely nothing. Yeah. It's just a little, little, little hole, little urethra. Yeah, I mean, your yeah, your urethra would still be there. Because if it's not, if it's just. Well, I don't know. You're just spraying everywhere. You have it no just control. Seems like, it just seems like it would be such like a, a hassle. Hose. I think that would be the that would be the the thing that that makes me dislike it more. Sure. Is the hassle of 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 peeing. Well, that's. I mean, I don't want to out anybody because I actually have no idea who this was. Um, but my mom knows a guy who shot his his dick off. Wow. Shit. A- accidentally, like as a kid playing with a gun that he found. Damn. Why was he oh, he's his tucking in his pants. I don't know. I have no idea what the story was. Yeah. It was. It's. It's just I remember the story, and I was like, "Oh my god." Okay, that's modern medicine, though. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're true. talking about. Um, uh, Theon, my guess, Theon Greyjoy being flayed and yeah. getting his cut off. <laughs> okay, my guess is they snip it and then they just cauterize it. And there's mm-hmm. just a hole there. Mm-hmm. It's all that's left. Mm-hmm. They just pee out of. That, that surface hole much more prone to urinary tract infections. Yeah, I'm I'd sure imagine, must be. Yeah, yeah, it must be a bit. I, I don't honest and control wise. I guess I don't know. It zero. depends how zero. deep they cut. Yeah, you're like well, they're all about self control. The, the unsullied. So maybe they just don't. <laughs> and they just don't. Yeah, they just they have just such absorb. good self control that they just refuse. Like unsullied, no pee. So, uh. Tony brought some superlatives. I have one su- superlative. Oh, so wait, what are we doing for jugglies? Who's getting the trophy? I need to know. Oh, right, right, right. Masande. That's John's my vote. Butt? I would say John. I think John. What the hell? Tony, you are so <laughs> yeah, Tony and I are in agreement. Jeremy, you, Rob? John. You can uh, you I was going to say you could split it. But we could split it. We could send two trophies. Well, I mean, we're already sending two cuz Tyrion's getting one. So, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, we've already had this conversation. All right. I think John deserves it. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. I think you've been destroyed in every category. Yeah. Not I'm going to I'm going to get destroyed that... in the category that I bring up too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's probably some bullshit trophy designed to have you on with. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Out of all of the seasons now that have uh-huh. have aired, yes. we have met a lot of these type of people, and I doubt that any will be introduced. Any any new big characters will be introduced in season eight. Okay. Who's who's the best villain? Now are you saying like who would win in a fight? <laughs> or like who who's who is story wise, like who is told the best? And is this for season seven or is this for the whole series? I will whole say series. uh let's just keep it to season seven. Because season seven so, has all of the ones that survived. Sure. In season seven. Yeah. Who is the, the best, best villain? Who was the best villain? Because there's a lot. We got the phrase, we got Cersei, we got Euron, we got the Night King, we've got uh, Randall, kinda, but kinda. he was more of a villain in season six. Yeah, he's uh, around just long enough to be a little racist. I think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got uh 
Kyburn. Sure. The mountain. I think Cersei probably. Um, she does a lot. She does a lot of manipulation in this one. She she proves that she's got a lot of tactical wit. She's really learned from some of her mistakes, even if she doesn't necessarily acknowledge them ever. She's kind of untethered at this point, but in a way when she can still maintain control. In the last episode, I don't even know if we touched on this. Even though she's lying, she straight up plays like the moral high ground card. Yeah, and kind of wins with it, um, which is something that you would have never expected. Um, when she's like, she's like, yeah, I'll send my forces with you, and maybe you'll remember that I chose to help. Probably not. Like, you know, she, she's doing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously the Night King is the biggest threat, but I think that Cersei is, like, a very nuanced villain, um, and she has slight redeeming qualities. She has that Thanos thing where most of the time I can see where she's coming from yeah. um, and, and what's motivating her. So I would vote for her. I'm going to go with a three-eyed raven. What? That's a conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Just to fuck with you guys. (laughs) Because we all know the brain is secretly pulling the strings of this entire Game of Thrones. He knows the fucking future. Of course he fucking knows what's going on. He doesn't know the future. He can't see the future. he He can see everything. Not the future. He can see all things. He, he says very specifically, I can see all things that happened and all things that are happening, but not, so not things that will see, happen. He can see present that becomes past. That present's kind of future, if you think of that. You're seeing the present <laughs> everywhere, all at the same time of knowing what's currently going. I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. But <laughs> he is literally the mastermind behind everything. Pull those strings. Hans, pull them, pull them, pull them. We got, we've got, we got a three-eyed raven in Cersei. Hans, so not the three-eyed raven. <laughs> well, the three-eyed raven is is literally controlling Cersei. Didn't you get my point? Yeah, um, I would. So I kind of thought, just to add to that, and again, I'm probably wrong. In that statement, I kind of thought Bran said he could see what's going to happen. Oh fuck, you're fucked, no, Tony. No, 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 because I, I, he does yeah. not. He does not. Okay. Because he okay. says, uh, I didn't know if you remember me. I remember everything. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. Oh, I don't know what that means. It means that I can see things that have happened. I can see things that are happening everywhere. <laughs> but he very specifically doesn't say that he can see things that like will happen. Mm. Okay. Because so, yeah, otherwise, don't you think he would have said something? About yeah, anything yeah. in the future? That makes, sense. Like, that makes sense. I just, for some reason, thought he said something about what's going to happen. But anyway, that may, yeah, it would be dumb if he could see the future. So uh, I agree with that. I don't think he's the worst villain. <laughs> uh, I think you, you hit it pretty much um, right on point with Cersei, Cersei being the most nuanced. However, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm the most afraid of Cersei, right? Like, yeah. The Night King seems to be a like exactly like I said, is just a much bigger threat at this moment. So in this season, I it's hard it's really a flip of the coin for me with Night King or Cersei. I think again, Night King is a much more like I would be much more afraid of the Night King. I think he's obviously more powerful, but Cersei from a character development standpoint, in my opinion, is is a better written villain. Um, yeah. So I think sure. again, flip of the coin for me. So we're do all going to have Do you want me to actually flip a coin <laughs> <laughs> and make yes. a decision? Yeah. 
All right, hang on. Continue. Oh, Rob, no, don't, so, so it was your it was your question. I assume you have thoughts on it. I do, and I think you guys know, but <laughs> I will say this about Cersei Lannister. I think that in this season, she had lost some of her villainy for me. I think that I think that she has I think without her children and without most of her family and because I think that the baby is a lie mm, the cake is a lie as well she she has nothing she's I don't think she's working for anything she's just going off of I don't know I guess it is pure revenge at this point but really the children she lost were a lot due to her own decisions. Um, Danny and John have really never done anything to her. <laughs> They've just existed. Yeah. And um, I just don't, I, I don't find her villainy very compelling anymore. I think I, I think liked that, it better okay. when she had something to work for. But she... I, yeah, from a motivation standpoint, I get that. I, I almost feel like she's more dangerous now, though. She's untethered, and she knows that, hey, you know, she even says to Jamie at one point, like, so what are my options? Like, I don't fight and, and we die, or I fight and we die. Like, you know, she's she's just kind of a loose cannon at this point. I think from a from a villain perspective, she could do anything, and that's that's pretty yeah. that's pretty terrifying. Yeah. But my choice goes to Euron Greyjoy. Oh, fuck, Jesus. that's such a terrible choice. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so pretty much, so pretty much, I have to pick Cersei, right? Because then that way we can keep this madness around. But anyway, I'm gonna flip the coin just in case. I got heads for Cersei. Uh, it's, I got a quarter here. Technically, New Jersey for the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's the Night King over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh shit! I dropped it. Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did it go? It doesn't want you to know. I think that's saying that it's 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 the three eyed raven. All right, it's 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 Cersei. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Cersei. <laughs> the right answer. I can't uh, be the only person out there that likes your on Greyjoy. I no fucking you hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think the actor does a really good job portraying. I mean, he is he is yeah, despicable and greasy and pimpish. Greasy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I that's that why means. I think that's why I like him. I've always had a soft spot for characters like Euron Greyjoy. Like that mm-hmm. kind of villain has always been kind of cool to me. I don't know why. <laughs> so <laughs> see a lot of yourself in your uncle. Yeah, probably that that's probably what it is. <laughs> you are an uncle. <laughs> so, so I looked. I just because I was curious. I looked up greasy. <laughs> Something that is over oiled to the point where the buildup is unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Perfect. Oh, I like it. Well, I'm. I shudder to ask at this point. Somehow, I think Euron's going to win it, but. Let's talk season rankings here real quick. Um, because, of course, we need to... Well, does anybody actually... Does anybody have any other superlatives they would like to submit for yearbook consideration for season seven? Good. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so to, to give you 
a little recap. And once again, you are not beholden to answers you have given in the past. Um, but on our season six recap, uh, my votes were for, in order of best to worst, season six, three, four, one, two, five. Hans was six, three, one, four, two, five. Jeremy was six, three, four, five, two, one. And then Rob, when you joined us at the end of season five, you put three, four, five, one, two. So you'll have to add season six and season seven. And once again, if you want to shake up the order on anything, uh, feel free to do that. Do you guys need a moment here? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I forgot most of the older seasons by this point. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's fair. I think we forgot most of season seven when we were going through season seven. So that's okay. Um, I will. I wrote mine down, so I'll give it to you as you guys are thinking. I put um, nothing about this season would dethrone season six for me. So that is no, still at the top. Not. I had I had a lot of time to think whether or not I wanted to put season three above it and whether I wanted to undo that decision, but I did not. I put I left season six at the top, then number three, then four, one, seven, two, five. And I think one and seven are kind of interchangeable for me, but uh, I, I put seven at the bottom just because uh, of reasons already mentioned. Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like the first time I watched seven, I was like blown away. I yeah. just remember well, thinking it was so good. And I mean, you, you think about it. Like, what are the big, big moments in Seven? We get the the confirmation of, of John's lineage, which was a surprise. We get, uh, like, two of the best moments, I think, are Cersei's, like, trick when they take Casterly Rock, which is a surprise. Um, the the uh, attack on the caravan is, like, one of my favorite moments of the whole season, and that's a total surprise. The dragon, like, everything's just built around the fact that it's it's throwing you off. Like, it's not what you expect. And so once you know it's coming, just kind of like season two, it's not as impactful. Yeah. Do Is it possible to get to... Does anyone remember? What, what happened in season four? I'm already forgetting. Let me... Yeah, uh, of course. We'll take to the record here. Season four, our... Joffrey uh, dies. Uh, yes, Joffrey dies, season four. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I'm just going through and picking out random things in episodes. Danny and Dario, fuck. The Lannisters <laughs> are broke. Drogon eats some goats. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first season uh, of Marine, The Mountain right? and the Viper are in season four yeah the uh the, the battle for the wall against the wildlings the is wildlings season attack, four yeah. shit egret yeah, dies right egret dies yeah so that's yeah. kind of uh, that's kind of it uh Tyrion kills tywin season four it's a lot some good stuff in that one yeah, yeah. that was a good season <laughs> What was five? Can, can I'm sorry to keep doing that. Yeah, no, you're fine. I will <laughs> happily recant the trash season that was season five here for you. Um, <clears throat> season five uh, opens with that weird Cersei flashback. Right. Uh, Drogon finally shows up back in. Arya starts training in Braavos. Um, uh, Stannis kind of marches right, off right, right, and right, everything. Right, 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 right. Yep. Uh, You'd think I'd remember the episodes that I'm on. (laughs) The seasons that I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, season five does have Hard Home in it, which is a good episode. Yeah, Um, It's really solid all throughout. Barristan dies in season five. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, Cersei gets imprisoned. All the shit with the High Sparrow, right. really. Is that's in why we. Five. That's why we didn't like season five. <laughs> yeah, John dies at the end of it. Yeah, which I, I actually think is a cool moment, but still. All right, you you pansy live liver right. lily. I've got suckers. mine. I'm, I've got mine. Go right. ahead, Rob. You want to go for it first? Sure. I've got Regale me. season six. I've got okay. season three, season four, season seven, season five, season oh. one, season two. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I One is a little low for my comfort zone, but that's okay. That's okay. So I here, let me look back real quick. Uh, did you change anything? Three, I I changed. Four, you did not. You just added six to the top and put seven in the middle. Oh yeah, I guess I did. Okay, so you're consistent. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> Hans. Yeah, I gotta go six, three, one, four, seven, two, five. Uh, okay, so we we still just have four and one swapped, you and I. Otherwise, we are Correct. in sync. I'm exactly the same thing for Rob, except mine is two one at the end. So run me down your list. So it's six, three, four, seven, five, two, one. Okay. Um, I feel like you probably changed something here. You six three four. Oh no, you didn't. You just threw seven in between four and five. Okay, okay. So we're we're all pretty close, really. We are not that far off from each other. Now, I we can get into this in predictions a little bit more specifically, but will you guys be disappointed with season eight if it does not top this list? I think it's gotta at least be first or second, or else I will be disappointed. I think that's exactly right. Yeah, it's gotta be better than season seven. In my, I won't be disappointed if it's if it's not better than, or I will be disappointed if it's not better than season seven. But yeah, I think that's very fair. I think it has to be better than season four, which is third on my list. So okay, I mean it's uh, yeah six and three really were so good story. from a standpoint of story and like what happens in the show. I it's. I don't want to have expectations that are unrealistic for a season finale because one episode can be the best episode, but the other episodes could literally be just tying up so many of these storylines that while it would be satisfactory, it won't have the impact that, that six and three did. Yeah, it's a, that's a very good point. Well, let me tell you guys, we are 11 days away. Oh boy. Uh, did I do that math right? Because I actually might not have at all. It's the 14th, uh, right? Yeah, I did. 11 days away. Because we're totally recording this today. <laughs> On Friday. <laughs> On Friday, April 5th. You're all welcome. <clears throat> well, okay. Uh, that is our season seven recap. Once again, um, we are unplanned. If you want to keep up to date with our social medias, we will let you know what is going on. We will have a couple of episodes for you uh, ahead of our actual uh, season eight, you know, when we start tackling episode by episode, but we will let you know the full plan. Uh, we'll announce it on Facebook. And then of course, if you're subscribed to us, you'll find out. So here's your little, you know, reminder. You should do that. Thank you very much. Also yeah. nine, nine days away. 
Nine days right. away. Because it's five Friday to fourteen fifth. is nine, not eleven. Oh yeah, that's what I said. Yep, nine. We were right. we were on the same page the whole time, I think. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> eleven is when we're dropping the episode. That's what we we're playing. Yeah. It's eleven days away. Are you down with GOT? <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> Are you good at math? <laughs> I kind I kind of like the idea. I thought Rob, I thought when you said, uh, "Are you down with GOT?" I thought Rob was just gonna go, "Yeah," <laughs> and just, just, just end it. You can cut that part and just have it be, yeah. Just have it be, yeah. <laughs> we totally missed, by the way, like editing these episodes and listening back and everything. We're just doing full on, like, not to get too meta here with the podcast, but like. Our, our bit that was supposed to be the cornerstone of everything, this this hilariously quote-unquote in-depth scone review, has just turned into an actual in-depth review of our scones. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> They've gotten good, man. Yeah, I've, 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 missed, uh, I've missed you guys cutting each other off from that. <laughs> it, I think it's, it's just become we really just want to hear about the scones. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. the point. second it's over, we're like, no, 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 talk about the scones. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yes, but especially when you're like you're you're uh we're putting we're putting blood, sweat and tears and baking these things now. It's like yeah. it's true. I'm going to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jeremy, last we heard you were going to be baking for this new season. Yeah, Is that's that all, still the plan? I'm not I'm not buying any anymore. I'm baking. Nice. Very yeah. nice. I'm excited. And the, the first that... one I'm going to make is a blueberry scone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Oh, I thought you said blue hairy for some reason, and I was like, Yeah, I'm taking my gross. pubic hairs, dyeing them blue, and oh. then going. Why did it have to be pubic hair? <laughs> well, because he already shaved him for his that sweet, I sweet shave every sex. morning. Hello. <laughs> Grows like a weed. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Workaholics? Yeah. Not, yeah. not with not any lot. sort of like regularity. Yeah. So workaholics brings up a very well-known like sci- scientific theory uh, is that as soon as you become a dad, <laughs> you just you get a massive dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the obviously dad, you know, the, the dad dick syndrome, right? Sure. Dad dad dicks are huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, Jeremy. Is this true? <laughs> from one not from one not dad to a dad. I'm curious. Three three not dads to a dad. We want to yeah, know. Is it, yeah. Can is there still hope for me? <laughs> I need I need to do a lot of growing. <laughs> I think you broke Jeremy. I feel like that's kind of like the whole rite of passage of when you become a dad that you just have to live it and see. You just have to find it. So he's not. It's got to be true. This is. I mean, it's kind of like Fight Club. You know, we don't we don't talk about it. Here's the thing, though. I mean, but if it's not true, Hans, can you risk it? Like, can you be shown up by your toddler son? Like, (laughs) can you live that down? I don't know. I'm. Ho- I don't. I'm. Uh, if it's not true, I'm hoping my genes just carry forward. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and I'll have no competition. Trust me. Oh, there's a son, and he's like, Doc. Are you telling me that that is his penis? Give me a high five. That's awesome. He like doubled my. Wit- 
<laughs> oh lord. And Doc's like, what? Wait, no, that that's some nice scrub that on that son. <laughs> that cannot be my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a permanent tan? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're beautiful. Astra. But a baby. Who is that? What? And I just can't her. That's Who James that? James Blunt. James Blunt. Yeah. James Blunt stabbed Ed Sheeran in the face. True <laughs> or false? I'm gonna say true. Did you know James Blunt true. was like a he worked for the British guard or whatever for like the Queen? He was a for real? rode rode the Rode the horse at the parades. I don't. I don't know what that's called. But that's what he did. Oh, I think they call it a a, a, a tiddly whittler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A tiddly whittler. It's not racist if they're still white, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I think that's the rule. No oh. comment. No comment. I've come into some fire recently, so I just gotta, <laughs> I just gotta keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And pl- and just to just to clarify too, again, I actually believe it's called a tattly waddly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my apologies. I think tiddly whittler's Welsh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> something, Welsh shit. Something totally different.